0: It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. BroomGate. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. But I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. This This, this, this. is the Cuse Militia. Now, those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's
1: the most bulls**t thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Tuesday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. Thank you so much for tuning in at Cuse Militia on the socials. Go there. Join the militia. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Well, we got a two for today. It's it's back. The overlap is back, and yep. Um, we will get into God, football. Huh? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the the overlap is a grind, but it's not going to be that bad this year. The 6-3 Wolf Pack, they're going to head into an empty dome on senior night to take on our 1-8 Syracuse. Orange Syracuse comes into that game ranked 123rd in total offense in the nation, averaging 4.4 yards of play, 264 yards per game, and converting only 23.9% of their third-down conversions. That's good for 121st in the country. We'll let you know what we think about that. Okay, and yeah. also, obviously, it is Senior Day in the Dome this weekend, and it was announced that those festivities will be canceled.
3: No Senior Day for you. So well, if Thanksgiving's canceled, then.
1: True. Senior Day's a given, right? True. I mean, yeah, you can get your temperature taken and head into uh, Hershey Park, and you can get your temperature taken and head into Disney World. I don't know why seniors... Parents and family can't get their temperature taken and head into the dome on senior day to watch their kids play their last game live. Right.
3: I mean, especially considering what? Just how easy it would be able to like social distance with parents throughout that whole stadium.
1: I mean, come on. Let's uh let's 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 be a little bit rational. That's the most ridiculous thing I think I've seen this week. But mm. whatever. Okay. Uh, Plus, basketball starts this week. We cannot wait. Syracuse is scheduled to go this Friday. They will start practice for Bryant on Thursday. Uh, The game, last I checked with Bryant, is set for 3 o'clock in the afternoon. On Friday. On Friday. Yes, Friday. I'll say it again. Didn't I already say it, Joe? So, um, we're gonna get into all that, and we and, and 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 we are gonna do a lightning round for the Bat Online ACC picks of the week. Speaking of Bat Online, the title sponsor for this show and Armchair Media, let me tell you, they're gonna give you all the options, all of them. All of the options, they're going to go the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season, as you know from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coach and props. Bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online. Head to Bet Online today. Use the promo code Armchair to take advantage of all of the great sign-up bonuses. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Thank you. Bet Online. Bet responsibly, which means. Don't listen to us. Don't listen to us, but but bet responsibly. But if you want to get a little, you want to get a little more mustard on your game, you know, make it a little bit more exciting somehow, some way. The props, the spreads, they're all there at Bet So, NC State Show wins over. Wake Forest, Pitt, UVA, Duke, Florida State, and Liberty, as we saw last week, and losses to Virginia Tech, UNC, and Miami. NC State ranks 66th in total offense in the nation, averaging 398 yards a game at 5.7 yards a clip. Um, We'll get a double dose of running backs this week, uh, keeping some fresh legs out there, led by uh, Zonovan Knight and Ricky Pearson Jr. Pretty much splitting touches on the year so far. Knight with 641 on the year, averaging 5.7 yards a carry and totaling seven TDs. Pearson Jr. Person Jr. with 515 yards thus far, averaging 4 seven yards a carry, and three TDs on the year. NC State with an early quarterback carousel. It looks like 6'2", junior quarterback Bailey Hockman will be starting. He's completing 61.6% of his passes for 1,198 yards on the season. So far, eight touchdowns and seven interceptions. 6'3", 220-pound senior Amikia Ramenzi. Uh, leads the Wolf with 570 yards and four touchdowns. Thaler Thomas, Devin Carter, and tight end Carey. Angeline over 300 yards each respectively. Angeline leads his team in touchdown receptions. NC State, they rank 97th overall in the country in total defense. 6'4", 220-pound sophomore linebacker Peyton Wilson leads NC State in tackles with 87 and interceptions with 2. 6'3", 265-pound senior lineman Daniel Joseph is your Wolfpack sack leader with 5.5 on the year. NC State, they are negative three in the turnover margin for the year. That's good, uh, tied for 86 in the country. Now, Joe, nothing spectacular on paper. I just ran you through most of the the hardy stats, and there's nothing spectacular there. Their, their um their rankings, as I just mentioned, they mirror what's on the what's on the paper. And but no doubt, you got a solid NC State football team coming yeah. into this empty dome Saturday at noon, right? I mean, yeah. when you dig into it, it's kind of funny, man, because they look so much better on TV than what their stats really show. And, I mean, maybe you can chalk that up to the the quarterback carousel. or I mean, it looks like they were trying to find some identity early. Um, so, no, I,
3: it wasn't really that. Last year they had uh, Devin Leary, who came in. Who, and, who started
1: uh, this year, too.
3: Is, well, last year he was a freshman, and he was – Uh, He struggled and they had some issues with injuries on defense, offensive line and stuff like that. Uh, That really hurt NC State last year. Uh, A lot of those guys are back healthy. And Devin Leary, he really couldn't start the beginning of the year because of like COVID and everything. So Bailey Hockman started the beginning of the year. And uh, Devin Leary, um, he came in and they started to really uh, turn it on. This is a team that's been getting better and better as the season's gone on, I mean, they're, they're six and three, five and three in the conference. So no matter what the stats say, they're, they're a tough out. Uh, And we got the Duke, Devin Leary was really actually, he was the starter. And once he got in there and he was back from the whole, the COVID and everything um, he got in there and he was really doing well. And you saw the team starting to take off. And then he uh, had that injury against Duke where, I believe he tore his ACL or he did something to his knee or something like that. I don't know. But uh, I believe it's a season ending injury. And um, I think that kind of like slowed them down a little bit, but they were kind of on the path of being possibly an upper echelon ACC team. Mm -hmm. And uh, after that injury, they go to NC or to North Carolina the next week and they get blown out pretty bad uh, 48 21. And I think that was just coming off the fact that, lost you know the starting quarterback but obviously bailey hockman has has experience uh and then they come back and they lose by three to miami i remember talking about that game that was a great game um and since then uh bailey hockman's looked pretty good he has thrown an interception almost every game but he has been looking better and the rest of the team's gotten good around him and like you said a two-headed monster, man. Um, <laughs> with those running backs, that's going to be tough. And well, they got they got a healthy offensive line. Uh, they're hitting a stride. They just beat Liberty. Although, if Liberty's you know special teams is any better than they probably would have won, but we've talked about that. Um, this is this is going to be a tough game for us. This is really really going to be a tough game for us, especially considering what we saw on offense last game.
1: Yeah and I mean, you know, like like you mentioned, I mean, my, my my focus is my focus is those running backs, you know, a Hawkman not known for for getting outside the pocket and making plays with his feet, but he's decent as he a can quarterback. Move. Yeah, but he can, but he's not racking he it up. He can
0: move.
3: And I believe he's a lefty, so it's a little bit we It's a little bit different um uh, to game plan against uh, and again, like I said, he has been getting better, but I'll tell you what. Uh, he does make mistakes as well. So again
1: Yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing. Number
3: one number one is we gotta stop that that running attack. That's gonna be the toughest part.
1: Yeah, well, Joe, I'm just gonna be honest with you, man. I I, I, I don't see how they do it. I don't see how they do it right now. No, that's just me. That's how I feel. The 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 faith, belief without evidence thing, I've I've not given up on this, but I've all but given up on this because seeing is believing to me at this point. And I don't – and look, you know, this is senior night. I don't know if that's going to come into it. It's the last game of the Dome of the season. You know, this Dome is ready to go. No no fans have been in the damn thing. Everything's brand new in there. Right. And here we are at the end of football season, and no one's going to be able to go in there for the end of that. So, which, right. it, you know, whatever. Could you make something work? I think you could. But –
3: well, yeah, there's there's that opportunity uh, again. Uh, you talked about their defense. Defense is pretty good. So it's going to be tough anyway. Their,
1: their defense is good. Look, I mean, you say what you want about like teams like Liberty, but Liberty's Liberty's offense is not. They're not like, I mean, they're, they're better than ours. And Liberty, pretty much shut him down. A lot of are better turn, than ours. Yeah, I know, but Liberty, you know, th- um, Malik Willis, three turnovers, three interceptions in, in that game, and they're an aggressive defense, and they're going to play yeah. hard, and that's what yeah. worries me. Like those, that was a, you know, that Liberty NC State game was a hell of a, was a hell of a battle, really defensively. And yeah. in and they, you know, I just think that as time has gone on and I've mentioned it with, we didn't know where NC state was. You know, I had, I I thought they were going to be pretty good. I thought they'd be better than they are now, but they're a whole lot better. I think now than they were three weeks ago.
3: Yeah. And if they had Devin Leary, this, this point spread would probably be another seven, eight, nine points. Uh, They might even have another win on their, on their schedule if that was the case. But Again, I just I haven't seen enough on offense. I don't know. I mean, after watching Jacoby and Morgan last week, and then he I know he took that hit. So uh, plus it being does he, does he even senior, start? yeah. Does well, he, plus it being senior week and everything, and call and you know Rex being a mm-hmm. a senior. Do you just you know let him do it and hope that the other teams you know game plan it for Jacoby? but it, really, at the end of the day, there's enough tape on both of those quarterbacks for that defense to be able to handle that. So. Um, again, go to Rex, maybe try to hit some long balls. I think you got to try to,
1: well, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta try to establish we gotta, we a run gotta game d- early. Yeah, we got to
3: st- establish a run game and kind of dink and dunk and hope that our,
1: and
3: our, uh. Stick w- and our stick
1: with it. I, either they start it late or they abandon it and neither one of those things I get. You know, do you, do you kind of feel that way as far as Syracuse in the run game? I mean, sometimes you're like, well, it seems to be working, and then they stop. Well, a lot of time. well, I take that back a little bit because a lot of times they need points, so I understand. Now, I know
3: they do, but I, I think we have to kind of heat our expectations early and just hope that our our defense is going to keep us in the game. Yeah. Uh, which, Realistic, to your point, realistically.
1: the offense has got to stay on the field, and that's been the problem all year.
3: Yeah. I, I mean, when you're talking about last game, it was almost a full three quarters, our defense. Though. It's I mean, yeah. minus three minutes. I mean, you're talking three and
1: some change. You're right. talking three quarters. And
3: we're just not going to. I mean, they'll run over 200, 250 yards against us if we do that. So,
1: yeah. What are they in running a game, by the way? I should have looked this up. <laughs> Enough. Um, damn. I don't have it here in front of me, unfortunately. Um, But, you know, would I say 300 and 368 yards a game averaging between, between, you know, on the ground and through the air? So, I mean, I don't know, guys. I, I just, I have a hard time. I have a hard time being optimistic, I think. I think my optimism is is turned to realism here, and I just don't I, – I just don't – I mean, these last two games, I just think – I don't know.
3: Man, and, and honestly, these two running backs, too, not only are they fast and quick and, yeah, they can make you miss, but they're also strong, and they'll run through a tackler, too. So, again, if we don't establish something on offense and get some points on the board, I mean, we always say that it can't can't look any worse, but –
1: yeah, well, we still got to play week, an order right. game.
3: <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Yeah.
1: So. So I, I don't mean to be I don't mean to be coming across as negative. I'm not. I mean, this is why we play the game, right? Anything can happen. I'm not I'm not saying it right. can't, but like to your point, uh Ricky Person Jr. 61215. I mean, that's a grown man right there. So,
3: yeah. You know, so I mean again, that just we kind of know where we're at right now. There shouldn't really be too many expectations, and you just hope that maybe they can pull together and you know weirder things have happened on a senior night, right? Uh, and again, just you know look look to the young guys and and to to what these younger guys can do against this type of competition and and hope to obviously look forward to the future. I know that some fans don't want to hear that, but we talked about it last last week.
1: can can, we, uh, can let's let's let me say this, okay? And I'm not trying to jump on from one bandwagon to another. It's not what I'm trying to do here. But we saw how how Jacobian looked against Boston College, and looked, it looked decent. Like it wasn't terrible. I didn't think it was that bad. And then we saw last week, and we're like, oh, my gosh, it's like a deer in the headlights. I mean, can, can you chalk that up to more of like a, you know, I mean, maybe nerves or just like, you know, getting the big start in front of people, you know, not in the dome. I mean, is it, is it one of those things where it's just his inexperience kind of got to him and, and just got the best of him and, and he just never settled in? Well? Nah,
3: I mean, it could be that. We did have a lot of turnovers early and stuff like that. But I think a lot of it is just the fact that Louisville had, you know, two weeks in a, in a game tape to prepare for him in hopes that he wasn't going to, you know, take some – Giant leaps in two weeks and show some stuff that he didn't show against Boston College and and you know unfortunately for us that didn't happen and kind of fell right into his game plan right. I mean that's really yeah. what happens. I mean that's that's what happened with Rex when Rex came in and he threw that touchdown passing like defenses and they they watch tape and they prepare against specific players. And if they haven't prepared against you, then you can get some plays on them. And those guys can look a little bit better than maybe the, the person prior because there's a little bit different game plan and, and the defense doesn't know what they're going to do. Yeah. But then, you know, give a coach a week or two to break down that tape and they can put a, a pretty good game plan against that person and, and expose them. So, And that's what we've seen. Throughout this year with our backup quarterbacks,
1: NC State sits ninety second in the country, by the way, with one hundred and thirty three point eight rushing yards a game. So, at three point six yards a rush, but you know that's that's everything and everybody. So, yeah, you know you got one running back that's averaging five point seven yards a carry. So, um, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And those guys too are getting pretty equal touches. Like. He obviously yep. we know which one's better. We we know who's going to be out there first. We know who's going to get going to be doing the bulk of the running. But um, they really do split time, and I think that's dangerous. I think that's dangerous. That's so good to have, and and that's what we well, were yeah. that's what we were looking forward to, right? I mean that was that was kind of our game plan talk going into the year. You know, we're going to have fresh legs at running back. I mean, this whole dynamic could change. You know, we could look really good on offense and open up open up some passing opportunities for Tommy DeVito. That's what we were talking about before the opt outs. Right. So yeah. anyway, uh, yeah, and
3: you look at and you look at the rushing. I mean, and you look at the receiving as well. They don't pass as much, but you got a Kerry Angeline. He's a, a senior, six foot seven tight end who has six touchdowns on twenty catches. I mean a yeah, quarter a, of his catches a are touchdowns, right? Ameka yeah. em, Mecca Amezi, who you spoke of, uh he's six three, Devin Carter, six four. Um, they got some, some big receivers on the outside. They got a experienced laden six, six foot seven, just all he does is catch touchdowns, tight end. And they sit there and they just pound the rock. So they'll lull you to sleep, lull you to sleep, play action, boom. Um, this is a, a team that could definitely wear us out if we don't put points on the board.
1: Yep, And the spread is at 14 points, Syracuse being the 14-point underdog. And when you look at last week, like Joe said, seems a little low. But um, we will go over that. But first, before we do, one more time, let's hear from the good folks over at Bat Online. We are going to talk – basketball here in just a minute and so that means you need to get over to bet online check out all their basketball props check out the spreads basketball's starting up this weekend this week and get over there and check everything out they're going to go the extra mile to make sure you can get in on everything imaginable this season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than any other place online head to bet online today use the promo code armchair to take advantage of all the great sign bonuses bet online your online sportsbook experts look are you looking for a holiday gift for your man that you could benefit from you want a nice clean shaven well manicured man i mean who doesn't joe loves a well-shaven clean manicured man so my nice huh might I suggest it's time to gear up. Get yourself over to Manscaped. Check out the Perfect Package 3.0. All right, um, this this is this is the the holiday package. It comes with a revolutionary lawnmower 3.0. This has proprietary advanced skin-safe technology. So there's uh, so this trimmer cut does not cut the nuts. Okay, It's also waterproof, so you can use it in the shower. The Lawnmower 3.0 comes inside their brand-new Perfect Package 3.0, which makes for a perfect gift this holiday season. It's literally everything you need to keep trim, cut-free, and smelling great. And like we've said in the past, don't use the same trimmer on the face that you're using down below the belt, all right? That's just nasty. We don't do that. And these products smell good, the Crop Reserver and the Cologne. Stop the sweat. Stop the chafing. Get the Crop Preserver. Manly Scent is attractive and will help set the mood, if you know what I mean. The Perfect Package also comes with a pair of Manscaped boxers that'll keep your junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to manscapes. High-performance, anti-chafing boxers. Tis the season to Manscaped. So get yourself over to Manscaped.com. Get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ARMCHAIR at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use the promo code ARMCHAIR. Clean your junk up. Make Santa proud this year. All right. Great stocking stuffer. Just so you know, if you're wondering. Okay. All right, Joe. Bryant Bulldogs, the Bryant Bulldogs, okay, out of the NEC, Northeast Conference, and it looks like they're actually going to be playing a game tomorrow, I think they're slated to play Stony Brook. Yes. Okay, at one o'clock, so their season opens tomorrow, and you know, I knew nothing about Bryant, in fact, wasn't even sure Bryant even existed until a couple weeks ago, so A little research here, a little research there, picking around at the blogs. Head coach Jared Grasso, he's in his second year of building this program. He actually had to fill nine openings due to opt-outs and pandemic issues. He's using Peter Kiss, who averaged uh, 6 points and 2.2 rebounds a game in 30 games at Rutgers in the 18-19 season. Chris Child, who's a Juco All-American. Melo Engelson, who uh, started his career at Wake Forest, then went to Arkansas State and he, where he averaged 8.4 points a game and 5.1 rebounds. Darius Gwynn averaged 17 points and made 100. Hundred and ninety-two free throws last year at Central Wyoming. Um, returning starters from last year include six-eight forward Hall Elises Elises, I think. Shooting 62.5% from the field and averaging 7 points a game. Sophomore guard Michael Green III comes into this year averaging 9.3 points a game from last year and shooting 37%. Another sophomore guard returns Charles Pride. He's averaging 8.2 points a game from last year, shooting 42.8%. And just as a side note, last year the Bryant Bulldogs, they racked up 10 uh, Northeast Conference Rookie of the Week honors as a team. So, if you're in the if you're in the NAC, this is this is kind of a team to watch out for. Really, I mean oh, some yeah. some of their some of their 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 bloggers and and fans alike are really high on this team winning the NAC championship this year. So oh, I don't know. I if – I mean they've got a team. They've they've they, this this guy Jared Gross Grasso actually has put together. A a hodgepodge of players from all over the place, and he's got a really solid team. I mean, the list actually goes on too. I just gave you kind of the big, the bigger, the bigger, the guys pulling the bigger numbers, but um, returning three starters from last year. And, you know, they're not, they're actually not like a shabby team, you
3: know. No, and, and this is one of those teams where, again, I think the shortened season might hurt them because. It's going to take a little while. Um, they got a little bit of a youth movement going on, and also, like you said, um, having to bring in nine players uh, definitely is a, a tough, tough task, right? Right, so but it looks like he did a lot good of job, these guys, right? Like you, like you said, you get a guy from Rutgers, you get a, a JUCO All-American, you get a guy that started at Wake Forest, uh, Luis Hurtado Jr. He transferred from UAB. Um, Another guy, Luke Sutherland, he transferred from Sienna, which I mean, you never know. And then this other guy uh, that scored <clears throat> all those points for Central Michigan—you um, don't really know what you got. You got a hodgepodge, and by but the, it seems like.
1: By the way, Charles seem- Charles Pride is from Syracuse. Yes,
3: yeah, so is Luke Sutherland. I actually read something on uh, Syracuse.com, and they were talking about how it's kind of a. A tough situation because um charles pride he uh, graduated from liverpool and luke sutherland who transferred from Siena he's a graduate from west Tennessee. so
1: okay
3: um when they saw this game obviously they were excited but then yeah with the new lockdowns and everything like that I and mean, they they're gonna travel there. There. there there's not they're gonna travel there there's not gonna be any fans and i don't even think they're gonna be allowed to see their parents Ugh, or see their family during thanksgiving yeah so uh that's unfortunate, and obviously that's a type of game, especially being a kid like that from Syracuse, but going to another college, and you want to be able to show up. I mean, show up and show out, right, in front yeah, of your you'll, fans.
1: Yeah, I'm sure they were Syracuse fans yeah. growing up. They probably dreamed of playing that, on that dome floor. You know yeah. what I'm saying?
3: and we've seen that all. I mean, that's happened for how – I mean, all the time. We've seen those type of players oh, come sure. back and then try to, try to <clears throat> play in front of the crowd and stuff like that. So, um, again uh, – Tough team. You don't really know what you're going to get. I still think that they lack a little bit too much height.
1: Yeah, they're Kinda short. 6'8", check- I think, is as tall as they go, isn't
3: it? Yep, yep, yep. The the, the return of the big man there, uh, Hall. I'm not going to even try his last name. I'm glad you did. Uh, he's 6'8", <laughs> and then mellow Egg- Eggleston, who who transferred, um, is 6'8", uh, as well. So that's about as big as they get, and I just don't know. I think we just have too much returning. Bodies and big bodies for this to obviously be a game. This is one of the warm-up games, um, but it is going to be interesting. And yeah, one o'clock tomorrow, the uh, Bryant plays against Stony Brook. I don't know if you're going to be able to find it anywhere, but um, it's at least going to be interesting to try to you know just look at the the box score and after reading this um, this uh, preview for Bryant to see who actually is is the guys. But it does seem like they have two. Two guards, you know, two sophomore guards, and then you know the big guy there that at least is is back. And um, I mean Michael Green, he was like what the rookie of the year last year in the NEC, right? So, yes, he was. Yeah. And like and like you said, to ten of the weeks they had what or ten times they the had rookie, rookie, of the, rookie of the, week of the week honors. honors. Right? So, mm-hmm. so they got a young team, and with these these other guys coming in who were actual guys that came from you know some maybe some of them were even Power Five, um, JUCO All American. That's nothing to. Uh, you know, that's it's
1: pretty good. It's pretty so, good. Yeah, we'll see. He's done a good um, job. They, their, their, their fans and their bloggers are really high on this coach too. This, this yeah. Jared Grasso. So um, they yeah, really. like I guess him. he's
3: a re- really energetic guy, and um, Bryant has been pretty good in the NEC um, historically. So, but I think lately they kind of fallen off. And this guy, um, they're really enthusiastic. I think. Uh, I think they were voted by the coaches in the league to finish third. OK, well, and I'm sure there's a little bit of bias there because like, there's, again, it,
1: there's some guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
3: No, as if there's some of these guys that actually show up and play like. Like, again, if these guys got scholarships from Rutgers and Wake Forest and UAB and now they're going to Bryant, you know, so it's got to be something just, there. Right.
1: Yeah. Um, so I was just looking through this real quick. We got Bronx, New York. Michael Green. You got Westbury, which is just outside. I believe that's outside of the city, Westbury. Uh, Timmy Kiggins. Then you got Brooklyn, Bronx, New York, New York. I mean, they're Valley Stream, New York, wherever that is. Highly, highly, yep. highly recruited inside New York, these guys. So, yeah. um, Well, I mean,
3: Northeast is is a basketball, you know, Hotbed and Bryant is in Rhode Island. So. Yeah, it's in
1: Rhode Island, right? Yep. um Real quick, let's see. Let's see how Siri pronounces this name. By the way, I just thought I'd try this since I got it hooked up. Hold on. Hall Wait, what? Hall ellie Elias. Hall Elias. Hall Elias.
3: She sounds confused.
1: <laughs> Just so you guys know, uh, I am the butcher of names. This is where names come to die, and so well, I started. It sounds like you listen to Siri. I do. I listen to Siri. I think she's failing <laughs> me, bro. I know that's what I'm saying. All right. Um, okay. Well, let's 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 so. Uh, look. We've got basketball back. I'm not. I'm not. I I am not severely in any way worried about Bryant. But the the classic slow start to Syracuse may be a thing. Uh, There's no doubt in my mind if that happens that Syracuse is going to wear these guys out, and you're going to have the hometown guys, and they might they might they might pull through some some highlight shots, or you know they might be motivated to do some things. But at the end of the day, guys, basketball's back. Okay, we're going to get... I cannot wait to come back
4: and just just purge the things that I... We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And... There's no better place to tune into your new favorite podcast, The Old Man and the Three, than in a standard setting BMW. Luxury meets power to create a wholly new driving experience. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard, BMW, the ultimate driving machine.
2: Man, that
4: sunset is gorgeous.
2: Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. so don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of morning, Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk
0: about starting the morning right.
2: Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it
4: should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
3: Oh joy. I can't wait. Like honestly, (laughs) to be perfectly honest with you, our big guys should eat this game. They should they should do very, very well. I'm interested to see how Joe Girard, with uh his new supposed body putting on 10, 15 pounds and, you know, working on some things. Uh I'm interested to see how our guards match up against their guards, because even though they're sophomores, they're very quick, energetic, high-energy guys. So They're going to um, be the
1: team that's coming out with the energy, I promise you.
3: Oh, yeah, and those guards with the quickness, uh, that's kind of what killed us last year. Um, so, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'm, I'm interested to see that. I'm like Again, I'm not worried about it. I don't think that we're going to lose to the team, but, you know, first game, there's always that, what is it going to be, but... That's really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for the big guys to dominate like they should. I'm looking to see what what uh, what Alan Griffin brings to the table, and I want to see uh, Buddy and Joe. Hopefully, uh, so new who, and improved defense on the top of the two three zone.
1: There was a there was a Facebook or tweet post. I think it was a Facebook post by Inside the Loud House, and I think the question was proposed. You know who who's going to be who's going to take the place of Elijah Hughes this year? And, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, I'm like, well, I know who's got to, and that's Buddy. Buddy's got to be the one to take the reins and do that. Now, I don't know who if that's going to be, but this is, gonna, this is Buddy's I think team. all of them. I think all of them, too. Well, obviously, well, that would be fantastic, right? But I feel like this is Buddy's team. Like, like if, he wants to, to, if he wants to take this team under his wing and, and be the leader on the floor, this is the time to do it. This is the year to yeah. start. And this is where it begins for Buddy. Okay.
3: No, yeah. He's most likely going to be the, the leading scorer on the team, right?
1: I would think so. so. I mean, but
3: I think it's going to be more of a team oriented effort as far as where this team is going to go. Last year, are going to have to even be some of the years back, there was just down to a couple players. And then uh, I think that we're lined up this year to really get um, contributions. I think that, yeah, I think the,
1: the, yeah, I think the multiple, talent is multiple. spread around, and I think the hero ball stops.
3: Yeah, I, I don't I think I think that's the way we got to go, because at the end of the day, where we are, as far as like you said, with our depth and our talent and down down the line in different positions and being interchangeable, we're going to be able to find mismatches in almost every game. And we got to be able to take advantage of them instead of having Elijah Hughes take all the shots well, before or before that battle, was take all battle. The shots yeah. or right. So. Yeah. Um, I'm hoping that we're trending in that direction. Obviously, if it comes down to, you know, we need about we need a bucket or we need this or if buddy's open or the, you know. But we got some some high level scores and, and you know, I'm not even really worried too much about like the who's gonna take the the reins from Elijah as a scoring because I think it's gonna be more spread out. I'm more worried about the fact that we need to get better on defense. Yeah. We need to, we need to get back to the traditional two, three top 25 30 defense because that's where we're going to post problems you, and go deep in the tournament.
1: You, you you got some of the length back, you know. They're right. saying they're saying Allen Griffin's going to fit in great with the zone. And, and, and he's got the wingspan and he's That's where you're going to see the improvement, he, he,
3: man, because yeah, we made yeah. tournament tournaments back in the day. With some teams that I mean, we won off a defense. We weren't great offensive teams, right? And now we have the offense, and it's now we got to catch back up to the defense. Because if we get even close to where we were, then then we're gonna we're gonna be in the tournament pretty easily. If
1: you listen to this show for any amount of time, you know that we don't set expectations. But I'm sorry, I cannot hide my excitement. I am freaking so excited about this team. I'm more excited about this team. Than I was in the past couple of years, even with Joe Girard coming in. I was really excited mm-hmm. to watch Joe Girard start his freshman year. So Yeah, but I'm if really we don't excited. change
3: our defense, then we're going to have to win shootouts again.
1: Yeah, which we don't want. And we don't, don't, we don't well,
3: want. I mean, it was, don't get me wrong, it was entertaining last <laughs> yeah, year, it but it's nerve wracking because we're in shootouts
1: yeah. against everybody. Yeah. We we play up and down to our competition, too. That's just, that's just Syracuse typical.
3: Nah, but our defense was—I uh, mean, compared to what our defense was in the couple, past couple of years, and who we lost last year, we we definitely dropped
1: absolutely significantly. All right, it's time for our ACC picks of the week. Joe, who's got the belt? There was only three games played last week, with uh, not including the Liberty um, NC State game. So we did we did the three games, and uh, we both we both got our our. Uh, Butts handed to us in the Syracuse game. Obviously, mm, we went to yep. we, we had the homer pick there with Syracuse, so we both lost that. Where'd we end up?
3: So we ended up <laughs> as sad as it sounds. Um, I ended up 0 and 2, and you ended up 1 and 1. I took Virginia Tech, uh if we really wanted to squeak in that Liberty NC State game then we both would have been one and one.
1: Oh, that's right because uh, or
3: one and two, sorry.
1: Cuz UVA played out of conference too. My bad.
3: Yeah, UVA played out of conference. We had all I mean, we made certain picks. We made the Wake Forest Duke pick and we made the Clemson Florida State pick. Um but they got postponed and canceled after the fact. So yeah, I
1: got Clemson, Florida State postponed, Georgia Tech, Miami postponed, and then Wake Forest, Duke canceled.
3: Well, we we knew Georgia Tech and Miami was postponed prior to that. We didn't
1: pick that game. No one but. knew uh, Clemson, Florida State was going to be postponed, including Clemson and Florida State. So, <laughs> let's start. Yeah, let's start with NC State coming into the dome, the empty dome. Syracuse is going to be a 14 point underdog in that game, Joe. I I mean, we're going to make these picks as quick as we can here. I don't want to just boviate on the picks, but I don't I just I just want to see it. Just you know what? I I'm, I'm going to take I'm going to take NC State and 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 just hope for the best with this one, bro. To be honest with you, I mean, I haven't seen, I haven't seen anything promising enough to me to where Syracuse is going to cover 14 points. In fact, I think NC State is a better team than Louisville. I understand that those one was home and this one's home and Louisville was away, but I just don't, I just don't see it. I don't know.
3: Well, and let's be honest, home home field advantage really isn't the same this year, right? No, absolutely, as, as it's been in the past. So. Uh, I'm kind of right there with you. I'm very, very surprised that this isn't a bigger um, spread. I mean, unless they just – it's one of those natural occurrences where it's like there's no way that Syracuse can play that bad again, and maybe NC State, they look over them because they just had a big win. But I'm not going to – I don't think NC State's looking at Liberty as, though it's a big win, right? So No, I don't um, think so. I mean, I'm sure they're glad not to lose. and I mean, It was an undefeated team, and they were ranked. One-point
1: game I, at home. Liberty gave them everything right. they can handle, came down to a field right. goal.
3: Yeah. I mean, if our again, we severely, severely need improved offense. And I just I don't see there's not enough proof or evidence for me to see that this offense is going to do.
1: I agree. I just don't want him to bleed all over the field like we saw against Louisville. That's all. That's all.
3: Well, I'm sorry, but hold, it could be worse.
1: Hold it together. Notre Dame going into UNC. UNC going to be a only a four and a half point underdog there, and that seems crazy too to me. But I do think. Look, I hope this game is what it's going to be hyped to be. I don't think North Carolina has a chance, but I do hope that this game is what it's what it's what it's advertised. I'm taking Notre Dame. You writing these down, boy yeah okay
3: so north so Notre Dame is minus four yep and that was a way too um yep yeah I think you know I'm kind of right there with you, North Carolina has just not they they can't stop, they can't stop anything um their defense is just bad, every game's a shootout, and I think Notre Dame's defense is just too good, so um North Carolina' will put up some points, but that's, I, I Notre Dame's going to win that pretty pretty handily, I believe. Double digits probably.
1: This one here is interesting to me. Again, we get into this conundrum where Clemson is just favored by a ton and I don't know what to do. And This is my biggest problem with Clemson this year. They're so good. Their spreads are so freaking vast and it seems unrealistic. Pittsburgh going into Clemson as a 24-point underdog. Now, Clemson going to have fans. Clemson not going to be the ones to cancel this game. And they want to play Trevor Lawrence is back. I I, I got to say, man, I Pittsburgh watch out. I think Clemson uh, I think uh, right when I right when I'm about With to go, spread? man, the spread is 24 points. Mm. Right when I'm about to go make my 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 pick, I pull back and I say, "Man, do you are you sure?" And I say to myself, "No, I'm not." So, I'm gonna <laughs> Clemson wants to play, bro. They want to play. They're gonna they're gonna come out. I think they're gonna destroy Pitt. I don't think it's close. I think they're gonna clear twenty-four easy. I'll take Clemson. Okay. Is this where we differ? Okay. Pittsburgh, uh, by the way, coming off of a stomping of Virginia Tech. I forty seven to fourteen against Virginia Tech. That wasn't yeah. even close.
3: Yeah, that's um Yeah, that's it's tough because you go back and forth all the time and you've actually won a bunch on Pitt this year. And I've been I was all over Pitt early and I kind of forgot how good they were when Kenny Pickett was there and he was playing. And then Kenny Pickett came back and I kind of slept on him and I can understand 100 percent completely. I mean, you think about it. I don't think Trevor Lawrence has played since what the Syracuse game. Dude, has it been that long? Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, because he sat out two games for COVID, right?
1: Yeah, hold on, let me look. Um,
3: Pretty sure that. Yeah,
1: I think you're right because he didn't so play against Notre Dame. And he didn't play against. They Boston played Boston College. College. Right. Yeah, and then the then then so Florida State was Trevor, canceled.
3: Trevor Lawrence hasn't played for a month.
1: Yeah, four weeks.
3: And the whole team themselves haven't played for seventeen days. Yeah. So, like you said, chomping at the bit, like they're ready to go. Um, but I saw too much from Pitt last week. I'm going to have to go Pitt. And I only say that because just sometimes to too, too much time. too Yeah, just to cover, yeah. Too much time, um, sometimes too much time kind of you have some rust.
1: And I know. I understand.
3: You got a different quarterback and everything I think like you that. got. I think you, get, a lot.
1: I think you got a quarterback, though, in Trevor Lawrence, who is one of those guys that overcomes that. You know, I think I think Trevor Lawrence overcomes the off for a, a, a month. He's just – he's an elite.
3: Oh, he might be able to, but I'm saying the rest of the team spent 17 days.
1: True. I understand so, that. And they traveled. Didn't they travel to Florida State? Weren't they there I, already?
3: I think they were already there, yeah. Yeah. And they just traveled yeah. back. Yeah. I mean, he's, don't get me wrong. I'm sure they're ready to just pop somebody else in the mouth other than their teammates. They've got plenty of time to – to get right. So it wouldn't surprise me if they do cover this, but I just think that Pitt gets a turnover or two.
1: It's at Clemson um, too, man. That crowd is going to be rocking. Yeah,
3: that I'm still going to go Pitt.
1: Okay. All right, Louisville heads to Boston College. Now, is if this is as advertised, this has got to be the game of the week. Louisville heading into Boston College as a one-and-a-half point underdog. And, you know, I, I – I'm gonna let you go first on this one i'm gonna, in fact, I'm gonna let you go first on the next two because they're tight, they are so tight what the okay, the next two yeah louisville Boston College Duke Georgia Tech are both under two points on the spread
3: yeah, um I think that honestly, just because of what happened last week, I think that this is kind of what it is. I don't know that Louisville's got some some athletes, but <clears throat> They lost JV and Hawkins, and it didn't even really. We didn't see the difference, right? You're right.
1: Yeah, you're, good point. We
3: didn't see the difference, but I think Boston College is good enough to be able to see the difference. I agree. Um, Tutu Well, really didn't play that well. In Boston College, I mean, they're still four and three. Uh, they they put up thirty one against Notre Dame last week. Mm-hmm. So, two weeks ago.
1: Yeah. No, when last week. Boston, I'm sorry. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So when you look at Boston College, their only losses this year are North Carolina, Clemson, and Notre Dame, which are the top three teams in mm-hmm. this conference. Um so mm-hmm. to me this this one's pretty I mean even if it's tight and BC wins by a field goal I think that um that BC's going to cover this pretty easily.
1: Um yeah so I'm I'm there with you. Look, I think this oh, did is I what I talked you into it. Yeah, talk you did because well, I thought you did, you actually did and I, but I thought of something too while while you were talking and part of me forgot how bad Louisville actually is after watching them play Syracuse. Louisville sucks. Okay, now you can <laughs> you can make up all the excuses you want, but if ifs and buts were candy and nuts, we'd all have a merry Christmas. If they didn't turn the ball over so much, they wouldn't have lost so many games. So well, guess what? They turned the ball over. So with yeah, that, turn the ball over a bunch last week. Yeah, I know, right? Just it's just like what the freak. Yeah, there he is, folks. There well, he, he is. Oh, a
4: fortune. For the square jar.
1: So what I am going to do is is I'm going to pick i'm gonna I'm gonna pick with you. I'm gonna stick with you. I think Boston College might annihilate Louisville on second thought after I heard you and I just thought about really how bad Louisville actually is. Mm-hmm. so.
3: Okay. Sometimes it's hard to put in perspective how bad your own team is. And then when you lose That's to a team like that, you're like, oh, man, they must be good. But no, they're really not. We're just yeah.
1: that bad. No, it's you're exactly right. You're exactly right. All right. Uh, Duke going into Georgia Tech as a one-point favorite there. And um, by the way, Boston College, yeah, they, they did last uh, week and a half ago, they held their own for a little while against Notre Dame. So that was a tight game at one point. Um, yeah. Duke and Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, when was the last time they even played, bro? Because their their game was postponed. They might be going on three weeks of not playing, too, because their last game on schedule was postponed. Halloween. Halloween. Holy great. Coogly moogly. Yeah.
3: Their Pittsburgh and Miami games were both postponed.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. Just, ugh, gosh, I don't know, man. I'm. I, I got to go. Oh, man. Oh, I said I was going to give this one to you first too you know what no I'm not going to because I don't want to be swayed. I- I'm gonna go Duke <laughs> I'm gonna go Duke man I think Georgia Techs I think they're rusty bro and they may be practicing but you know Duke by the way they haven't played you know they've played more recently than than Boston College but they haven't played um in two weeks it'll be two weeks as well November in the last 7th. in the last yeah in the last team they played was uh Charlotte North Carolina. Our, was in North Carolina.
3: Yeah, they got beat up pretty bad by North Carolina. Oh, that's they right. Beat up Charlotte. So that's it right. was fifty-six right. to twenty-four.
1: Yep, that's right. Yep, not even a contest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you know, they're at least in the games. So, I mean, not in the game score-wise, but they're playing the games. So, right. I'm just going to go with Duke being a being a one-point favorite. They're going to clear one point. Think so. I hope so. Now that I picked them. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and I think that I think Georgia Tech, they have the athletes to win and being home, um, in Georgia, I think they are going to have, uh, fans. So, you know, they beat Florida state and they beat Louisville. And, uh, I think that they've been sidelined long enough. They had a bunch of injuries actually early. So I wouldn't be surprised if there were some guys that were actually back that we haven't even seen four or five weeks. Well, you know. Before they even played. So you take Duke. I'm taking Georgia Tech.
1: Okay. Fair enough. Um now we've got some more teams that really haven't played. Well hold on a second. Let me look at this. UVA heading into Florida State. So yeah, UVA played played last week. Um yep. Abilene Christian they stomped them 55 to 15. Florida State as we know was uh they cancelled their game against Clemson mm-hmm. so I'm just trying to look through here and they did not play the week before that either that being Florida State so you got to go all the way back to
3: NC State on November 14th okay for yeah. Florida State
1: yeah that was um are we sure okay all right
3: they lost 38 22 to Florida State or sorry okay. to NC State
1: all right so this I think this is gonna be a decent game though regardless because I think these are both like f- <laughs> what's the t- spread th- oh I'm sorry I'm sorry guys the Florida State is at home as a nine point underdog so uh UVA coming in there as a nine point favorite to Florida State hmm. Florida State can have fans I know it's kind of kind of we almost think that would be reversed almost even if you really think about it but Really? I think so. I mean, I think UVA's been, they've showed glimmers of of good, playing good, man. And then sometimes you look at me like, what the hell's going on here? So, I don't know, man. This one's really, honestly, this is the toughest pick, I think. But I'm going to say, I'm going to say that Florida State covers. And I think this is, I don't know if they win, but I think they cover. And I think that this is going to be a good game. I really do think this is going to be okay. a good game okay i don't know if it's my game of the week but i think it's gonna be a good game they
0: cover so
3: me. this is yeah this is how i really look at it um you know virginia they beat the first game of the season then they lost to clemson nc state at wake forest and at miami so they started off the season one and four now since then they've beaten north carolina they had a game against louisville that was postponed in which they played the next week and they won by 14 and then they just beat evelyn christian so uh realistically when i look at virginia <clears throat> they haven't lost since october 24th and florida state just other than that random game against north carolina they haven't impressed me and really um they wouldn't would they wouldn't cover with 9 points against the last 3 games that they played so um i think that virginia is a little little underrated uh and they're kind of hitting a stride I haven't lost in a month so i'm going to take virginia
1: Okay, well, fair enough. Read those off to me real quick. That's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Okay. All right, and as of right now, by the way, I think we're all good. There's nothing on here. Postponed or canceled yet, no. Yeah, no, there's nothing postponed or canceled on here yet. And so hopefully we get a full slate of ACC football, and there's nobody even playing out of conference. So, yeah. This
3: this slate looks a lot better. You're talking about six games versus with the three that we had to see last week. I mean, the Liberty-Nancy State game was pretty good. But
1: don't so. get me wrong. Yeah, no, it, that was an excellent game, by the way. And I said, I mean, I don't try to pat myself on the back, but I mean, if I had a feeling Liberty's Liberty's number was up, but yeah,
3: but they did cover.
1: They did cover, but we didn't. I mean, I said outright win, though. Yeah, I did. Well, say Well, and that.
3: we talked about it back when what when we were playing against them. They had trouble with. They're special teams, and I think they even—I think we even blocked one of the kicks, or they missed a PAT, or you know something like that when we played them. So.
1: Oh right, yeah, we talked about that on the phone. Yeah, about the special teams. And even one
3: of my buddies was like, "Yeah, we made the mistake. Virginia Tech didn't. We just didn't call the timeout.
1: Yeah, just let him kick it one time only. Because if
3: you if you remember when they played against Virginia Tech,
1: they called the timeout.
3: They they messed it up. Well, they called the timeout, but he missed it.
1: Yeah, and then he made it. Then he
3: went up there and he made it. So Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. And and by the way, Liberty's kicker is big enough to be a linebacker. I don't know what the hell he's doing <sighs> kicking a ball? But and well, he can barely he's freaking not good move enough
3: to be a linebacker. <laughs> Just because you're big enough to be a linebacker, I know that's true. You're good enough to be a linebacker. That's
1: that's very true. Look at Sebastian Janikowski, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, old sea bass man. Gosh, I love that dude. So, what's your game of the week, bro? Oh, game of the week, uh, dude. I got man. You know. You know, I think. I think I'm going to have to pick that Virginia-Florida State game. It's between that and Louisville-Boston College, in my opinion. Mm. Um, but I'm going to go – because because I picked Florida to cover, I'm going to pick that game. Florida State to cover, I'm going to pick the UVA-Florida State game as my game of the okay. week. Okay. Okay.
3: That's tough for me, and even though it's like bottom of the barrel, because I'm trying to look at this,
1: and it's like— Well, wait, wait, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's ACC football, man. You you watch it because you, you want to see— No, I know, but it's a
3: situation where I think Notre Dame's going to win watch pretty crappy, handily. We watch
1: our crappy team every week. I think
3: Notre Dame's going to win handily. I think NC State's going to win handily. I think Clemson's going to win handily. I think Boston College is going to win handily, and you just picked the other one. So even though it's Duke, Georgia, Tech,
1: <laughs> and, That's um, fine.
3: I mean, that's probably. Two and six versus
1: two and five.
3: It's not a, yeah, it's not for (laughs) any type of win, the winner or champion, but I think that's going to be the closest game that comes down to the the end.
1: Okay. All right. Well, we will see. So you're going to take the Duke game for your game of the week, and uh, I'm going to take Florida State UVA. All right. Cool. All right. Thank you, everybody. If you're still listening to the show, God bless you. We God love you. bless you. Golly day. Daryl, I know Daryl's still listening. I got Daryl's I got Daryl's stuff together. Um he got a little he got a, he got a little cute militia swag. So he's got some of that coming yeah. his way. I got to no, get a couple of things. we got some basketball
3: to talk about, right?
1: Yeah, that's right, man. Come back. You know, we're I don't know how we're going to work these how we're going to work these post games. Might have to just um you know, I don't know. We'll see. So we don't have it once once we do the overlap, it's hard to have a schedule. So we just kind of do it as we can, yeah. So, but I
3: mean, once we play, what's what's our next game? Rutgers. Yeah, no, the Rutgers isn't our next game.
1: Rutgers Sorry. is not our next game. No. Oh, that's right. They announced one, didn't they? Who was it? Yeah,
3: no. December third uh, is against Niagara.
1: Niagara. Okay. All right. Oh, I have no, the old. I have December, the schedule here. This.
3: Yeah. Then December fifth, Ryder. Rider. December and then December eighth. Rutgers. Before we get into uh, a Boston College uh, matchup, uh, December twelfth, and then a week later we play Buffalo, and then it's all ACC after that. So, but you're talking about what three games in five six days when it comes through Niagara through Rutgers after this first one. So, yeah. well, it looks like I got to um,
1: print a new schedule too. So that's old. <laughs> 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 so my bad. Anyway,
3: no, all good. I'm just saying it's it's in full swing. We got this one game, and then. Next week, I think the third. I think is I think it's Thursday, and then we're just
1: coasting. We have man. a game almost like yeah, yeah
3: every two or three days after that. So
1: it, 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 basketball season's it, a grind, Joe. Remember, I mean it's just a grind to get well, through.
3: especially when it's like cross reference right? I mean we don't have an extra game and some bowl games and some of this football stuff that we're going to be hitting up. So
1: yeah, yeah.
3: Um, um, it'll be shortened football season and a shortened uh, kind of you know doubling up seasons so it
1: helped that the basketball season started late and the football season is going to end early for sure so <laughs> yes <laughs> anyway anyway not that I, not that that's what I want but that's the reality of it so yes. um I want to thank all of you for tuning in obviously like we said you guys are the hardcore of the hardcore we appreciate you thank you to Bat online thank you to manscape for Joe I'm Sean we're out hey. Hughes basketball
4: Friday at 3 o'clock
1: 3 p.m.